Father, thank you so much. Today you blessed us with Heavenly Father. And Heavenly Father, we're just going to give you the glory and praise yes. for everything that's done here today, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we pray this morning, Heavenly Father, for Brother Steve. Heavenly Father, as he comes, when he comes and brings your word to us, Heavenly Father, I ask you, dear Lord, just to push him aside. Heavenly Father, put you in the pulpit. Heavenly Father, preach through him. Heavenly Father, the message that we're all in need of. Heavenly yes, Father, we're so blessed to have a pastor in, 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 uh, that we have. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I just pray, Heavenly Father, today, Heavenly Father, if there's anyone here today that needs you as your Lord and Savior, Heavenly Father, pray for them right now. Heavenly Father, and Heavenly Father, there's so many things that we need to pray for. And I know we all have someone in our life, Heavenly Father, that needs you as a Savior, and I pray for them right now, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, I ask you, dear Lord, again, just to be with us during this time as we worship you, Heavenly Father. And these things done just to glorify you. These things I pray in your wonderful, most precious name. Amen. Amen. Let's all be seated. Let's uh, flip to page uh, 526. 526. I'm going to do the last
God. It's to the know that I am God. Let's look to page, uh, let's just look to page uh, 718. Just flip over one page. Here, sing this song right here. And uh, I might say for Jess to come up, we're singing. We're going to sing a, uh, a song, Lots of Home. Lots of Home. And we're going to have, uh, I think Brother Michael sent out some, uh, passed out some of those songs right there. I'll get y'all to help us. She's going to sing the verses on this song, and then we're going to help her on the chorus. Uh, so I get some of you come up here and help us.
One of the last things my mama could do was sing a song. And uh, this was her song. And I, I appreciate what Pam said this morning about uh, our good business. That was just such a blessing from the Lord this morning. Sometimes I leave there feeling uh, a little down. But today it was just a blessing to get to, to be with her. And y'all heard me tell this story before. The last time that me and mother was called on to sing this song, um, I, I just knew that if the Lord supernaturally didn't help us, that we couldn't do it. And uh, But she was willing to try. And I would turn to her at the first of each verse and give her a few words, and if she got started, she could go on with it. And we, we made it through with everyone praying for us and helping us. Uh, and um, when we got through, she whispered in my ear, she said, that was a miracle. <laughs> and it surely was. It surely was. I'm
This morning in Sunday school, that I ought to get a diploma when I leave. You know, you, you sometimes you sometimes you, uh, uh, you you learn a little more than you do at other times. And but it just seemed like this morning in the discussion and and that we had in Sunday school and uh, what Brother Michael brought out that there was just so many things that came to to, to, to my mind and, and enlightened me, and I really appreciate. I appreciate that. That's what church is all about. It's it's gaining uh, uh, gaining a better understanding and, and, and wisdom in God's word, and uh, I I can't get enough of it. And uh, Brother Andrew Roden used to stress, even up after he was up above a hundred years old, that it's still a learning process, and uh, we'll never know it all, but we'll know it better by and by. Amen. We will. We really will. Good to see each and every one of you. And I love you today, and uh, if you've got a need in this service, our hope and our prayer is that that need to be met, whatever it is. I'm not, I'm not good at being able to diagnose needs uh, or, or understand needs in people's lives, but I do know who can diagnose the cure fuel for it, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. He's got that today, and, um, and, 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 and I don't believe that I would be uh, out of line in saying that he does have the answer to all that ails us, to all that ails. I realize that's a broad and big statement, but uh, I believe that he does. And uh, good to have our visitors here today, and good to have Lois Cloud uh, here with us today. Uh, uh, I, Brother Sam Johnson and him worked together for, for many years at the fire department, so Royce has served our uh, Aniana, wasn't it, where you were at? Well, there 20 years. I worked for Birmingham for 24 years. Okay, okay. And uh, so he has he has served, and uh, so we appreciate your service that, you, that you've done. And, and we're glad that you came over here with us today. I want you to make yourself at home and just join right here with us and all that are, that are visiting today. Let's continue to remember all them that are sick and afflicted. We've still got some. and. Uh, let's pray that God will just uh, heal them and help them. But if you'll turn in your Bibles to Genesis, the 32nd chapter, 32nd chapter of Genesis, and uh, I would like, by the leadership of the Lord, to to uh, 
uh, read a few verses concerning um, uh, Jacob, uh, and, and we'll even go back and touch on, on uh, the, the, the birth of Jacob and Esau and touch on that. I feel like we have to touch on that in order to understand where we're at in this part of the, in this part of the scripture. But uh, this is during the time that that um, uh, Jacob and his family were, were journeying and uh, they, were, they were headed towards the homeland and they knew that they were going to meet Esau in the way and uh, as you know there was, a, there was a great strife between Esau and Jacob from going back to their right after they were born because they were, when they were kids well it really goes back to the womb if you want to think about it that way and uh, Jacob was fixing to face uh, have to face Esau here and he was scared to death he was in distress and uh, much like some of us might get today if we're facing a problem or something in life that we're really really worries us or scares us. Uh, I believe if we will, uh, we can relate Jacob to this and what he was feeling. So I'm going to begin reading with the first verse in the 32nd chapter. It said, And Jacob went on his way, and the angels of God met him. And when Jacob saw them, he said, This is God's host. And he called the name of the place Mahanaim. And Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau his brother unto the land of Sear, the country of Edom. And he commanded them, saying, Thus shall ye speak unto my lord Esau. Thy servant Jacob saith thus, I have sojourned with Laban and stayed there until now. And I have oxen and asses and flocks and men servants and women servants. And I have sent to tell my Lord that I, that I may find grace in thy sight. Now notice here that Jacob was calling Esau his Lord. He was very scared of him. And he was showing him the utmost respect. <clears throat> and he said, uh, And the messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to thy brother Esau, and also he cometh to meet thee. And four hundred men with him. This was very intimidating uh, to Jacob when he got news that not only Esau was coming but 400 was coming with him. Then Jacob was greatly afraid, distressed and, the, and he divided the people that was with him and the flocks and the herds and the camels into two bands and said if Esau come to the one company and smite it then the other company which is left shall escape. And Jacob said O God of my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, the Lord which saidest unto me, Return unto thy country, and to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. I am not worthy of the least of, these, of, of the mercies, and all the truth which thou hast shewed unto thy servant. For with my staff I passed over this Jordan, and now I am become two bands. He said, Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children. And thou saidest, I will surely do thee good, and make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. Now I'd like to skip down to the 22nd verse here, if you will. And he arose up that night and took his two wives 
and his two women servants and his eleven sons and passed over the ford Jabbok. And he took them and sent them over the brook and sent over that he had. And Jacob was left alone and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. And he said unto him, what is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou power with God and with men, and hast prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? And he blessed him there. And uh, Jacob called the name of the place Peniel for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. And as he passed over Peniel, the sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. Therefore the children of Israel eat not of the sinew which shrank, which is upon the hollow of the thigh unto this day, because he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh and in the sinew that shrank. And uh, I, I realize that's rather lengthy uh, reading here, but for familiar scripture where uh, 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 Jacob began uh, to pray, uh, just like you and I, sometimes even though the ones that's here that saved and trust in the Lord, uh, there's times that, if, uh, that things can happen in our life that our flesh begins to become afraid. Our mind, uh, uh, the devil a lot of times will torture us by running things through our minds of what ifs that can happen uh, if this happens or if that happens and uh, uh, before you know it you'll spend a lot of sleepless nights and you'll be uh, worrying about that but uh, but here we find where uh, uh, Jacob here uh, uh, begins to pray uh, and he reminds God of what God had promised him and so uh, I'm going to tell you something today if God has promised us something we don't have to remind him what he promised. Amen? Now, uh, uh, if I owe you some money and, uh, and if you hadn't seen me in two or three weeks, uh, uh, and uh, you might have to remind me that I owe you some money, but you don't have to remind God of what he's done, uh, what he's promised to do. And so, uh, but Jacob, just to have that assurance, uh, uh, to know that he was fixing to face Esau and he didn't know whether Esau was still going to have revenge on his mind or whatever. And so uh, he asked God and he said, uh, God, you said that you would uh, 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 surely do us good today. And so uh, if we had a thought, it'd simply be this. I want you to think about this. He'll surely uh, do us good in the day and time in which we live. Somebody said, preacher, what about this? And what about that? I don't know about this and that. I got enough problems of my own, but I'll tell you this today. He'll surely do us good. Somebody said, Preacher, how do you know that today? Because he already has. I believe each and every one of us. I, I can go back, I, not very far in our life, I, and we can realize and, and see where God pulled us through I, in a blessing. I, and Jacob here, I, I was trusting in God I, and what he said. And when that angel come down there, amen, 
saying. I, some people think it was Michael, the archangel. I, I don't know who it was, I, I, but it was of God. I, and he wrestled there I, I, with Jacob. I, and the angel got tired of wrestling with him. I, he said, turn me loose. I, I, Jacob said, I ain't going to turn you loose. I, I'm not to you bless me today. Amen. You know, a lot of people have different thoughts about that scripture and about what took place there and why it took place. Jacob wasn't going to take no for an answer, was he? Right. Amen. And the Bible said that, and this is kind of strange, the Bible said that the angel smote Jacob on his thigh. And, uh, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, Jacob carried that limp with him to his grave. He carried that limp with him to his grave. And I can't help but believe it. And also, it was written in here, uh, what part of the beast that you're not supposed to eat. And it involved that area there uh, in his thigh. And, and, and I think it was a reminder to Jacob that maybe on through the rest of his life, anytime he might get discouraged or he might have fear set up in him, he'd remember that limp that he had. Somebody thinks, well, Lord, that was a rough way to teach a lesson. <laughs> Amen. But he'd remember that limp he had. He said, boy, God was with me. I wrestled with that old angel. And that old angel wrestled with me. And that angel tried to get away. <laughs> and I kept wrestling with him. And I said, I won't turn you loose till you bless me. Amen. Amen. Boy, there's times... How many times do we get up from praying and, and, and we got things to do and, and places to be <laughs> and we say, I'll pray for a little while <laughs> and then if I don't break through, I'll just get up and go do what I was going to do anyway. Doc Jacob, amen. When the problem becomes bad enough, Pam, in our life, amen, we'll sit there and agonize with him a while, won't we? Amen. I'll start off more than you help me with this. And before I know it, I'm crying and I'm begging and I'm pleading with him, amen. Not that he makes us beg today, but that's how bad I want that blessing. Man, right. That's how bad I want that blessing. God, if I have to stay here, if I have to stay here in this prayer closet and bury my face in the rug for a long length of time, them cows will be all right, amen. The dogs will be all right. And everything will be all right, but I need a blessing. Blessing, yeah. And he was determined to get that blessing. Before the next chapter, after the one that I read, will tell you about the encounter and the meeting that he saw and Jacob had there. But here's where faith comes in. Jacob was already at peace before he ever went out there and met Esau. He sent, he sent those gifts. See, Jacob knew he didn't have enough to fight with materially-wise or, 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 or man-wise. He, he knew it was no match for Esau. When they come back and told him that Esau's coming with 400 men, that was I could just see Jacob shiver when he come back and said that. But Jacob had something that Esau didn't have. He had the power of God with him. Amen. 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 And this is, we can go all through God's Word. We can look at David as a youngster over there when he went and got those five smooth stones out of the brook. It wasn't them rocks. It was God was with him. 
God was with him today. And, and so uh, we, we, we think about this and, 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 uh, and they got over there and they met and, and, and of course Jacob offered him all of those things, all of this livestock and all these things and he was going to give him, he was going to give him a peace offering. Amen. And at that time, it all worked out. It all worked out. But if you'll come and go with him today, he'll do you good. Amen. He'll do you good. I believe one time Moses was talking over there on the journey. He said, he said, come go with us. We'll do you good. Amen. Can't you see the church saying that to the world today? Amen. Come go with us. We'll do you good. Amen. Amen. We ought to be out here in this community, and I'm speaking to myself as much as anybody else. We ought to be out here banging on some doors. Amen. Come go with us. We'll do you good. Amen. Well, preacher, we got to be careful about that. We don't know what we what we might be inviting to church. Amen. Oh, I believe we're mature enough. Yeah. Here. I trust our deacons today. Amen. I do. And I believe we're mature enough. Somebody comes up with some off the wall stuff, we can just nip it in the bud. Amen. I used to worry death about that, Brother Don. And, and somebody said, well, be, be careful who you invite to church. Be careful who you, you, you might you might get something you don't want. You might get in an embarrassing situation, but the church is stronger than that. Amen. 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 Right. I'm going to tell them to come go with us. Yes. We'll do them some good. Saying we'll do them good. God will do them good through the church today. Amen. 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 Boy, I, I get excited thinking about that. I remember one time, uh, 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 well, I believe it was uh, Pat Dye. It was years ago, 82 Iron Bowl, I guess it was. And after the, after the game, uh, uh, he showed them in the dressing room. You know, that was a big deal. Auburn had gone 10 years without beating them and it was a big deal for Auburn and and they put the camera in the dressing room there coach died talking to the players and he was squalling he said boys you've been wrestling with them angels <laughs> talking about the other team being far superior like normal said you've been wrestling with them angels said you trusted and believed you could do what you did now I realize that's not Bible today but Jacob was doing that very same thing in this one with angels. Amen. He was believing and trusting. Amen. How many times do we not that we leave our prayer bench defeated because we didn't stay long enough to really talk to God? How many times have I gone down to ask God for something or to commune with God and I'm not in the right mindset? I'm not in the right heart set. Amen. I can't blame God if we go to Him and we throw something out there and we've got our mind over here in the back 40. I can't blame God for not listening to that. Can we? No. Amen. Well, I get sincere. And sometimes it takes the problem getting big enough to get me sincere. You ever, you ever heard that a lot of times tough times will humble us? Yeah. It will. It will. My daddy used to say, Son, I didn't like the depression. I sure didn't like it. It is rough. But by God, it humbled us. <laughs> he said, it humbled us. We love one another. And we, we didn't take for granted the food that set before us to eat. So, every so often, God has to allow us to get in a place 
that we can really get sincere in communing with Him, supping with Him, and Him supping with us. Amen. Boy, this has gone completely different from the way that I, uh, I thought it would. But I'm going to tell you today, if we'll, if we'll trust in Him today as the church, lost person here today, amen, if you don't know the Lord and the free pardon of sin, He'll do you good. If you'll trust in Him today and come. Let me go back over here and read just for a minute about kind of what got us into this situation here. The Bible said that uh, Isaac, he, uh, he entreated the Lord for a child because his wife Rebecca was barren. And so he had gone to the Lord. These were praying men back then. If they, if they wanted something, they wouldn't pray about it. And, uh, and so the Bible said that uh, she conceived and the Bible said the children within her struggled together. Esau and Jacob were already at odds before they ever saw the light of day. Amen. And, and Rebecca was concerned at, in her belly this, this troubling she was feeling in there. These boys going at one another. But she went and sought God about it. See, Isaac and Rebecca were God-fearing people. And so when they had a problem, they went to God. Well, she went to God about it, and the Lord said that two nations are in thy womb, two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels, one shall be stronger than the other, and the elder shall serve the younger. Went on to say that the first came out red all over like a hairy garment. Boy, when I used to hear that when I was young, I just imagined what Esau looked like. Red all over like a hairy garment. <clears throat> they called him Esau, and after that came out the other. The Bible said that he took hold of Esau's heel. Esau was born first, reckoned as twins, and he took hold of his heel as he came out of his mother's womb. And then the Bible said, there come Jacob, and said that in the process of time, that Esau was a cunning hunter. Jacob was a plain man that dwelled in the tent. The Bible teaches us that Isaac loved Esau, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Now don't let the devil for one minute get you to thinking that one parent didn't love the other child. That wasn't the case. Isaac was more partial to Esau I believe because he looked at him as more of being a man. A hunter. Also, he liked venison. He liked the meat that Esau would bring home to him. Jacob, I don't know, might have been a little more, uh, just not maybe not quite as manly. Yeah. And his mother had an attraction to him. <laughs> Amen. But one day, Esau went hunting and he didn't have no luck. 
and he came home. He was tired from the hunt. He was weary. The Bible said he was faint. I guess almost about to pass out. And he come over there. Jacob had some pottage. Evidently enough for him and enough for his brother too. The Bible said that Esau came up there and let him know I'm about to die. I've got to have something to eat. Got to have something to eat. I've been, I've been, I felt like that before. If I don't get something to eat, I'm gonna die. <laughs> and and he he come up there and uh, so Jacob <clears throat> was a little bit cunning or a little bit um, subtle, I guess you could say. And he told his brother, said, I'll give you something to eat under one condition. You sell me your birthright. And I'll give you some of this pottage. Esau was in a position where he was in no place to negotiate or bargain about his birthright. His hunger. When a man gets hungry, he'll change a lot of the things that he will do. And we know the story that he ate of that pottage that Jacob had. And the Bible teaches us he sold him his birthright. Esau sold Jacob his birthright. And there started the feud. There started the jealousy. There started the trouble. They were young when this happened. God told Rebecca, there's two nations in you. <laughs> Elder will serve you. That's the way it's going to be. Now you may be here today and you may be like Jacob was. You may have something in your past that's come back to haunt you. George Wallace used to say, your chickens come home to roost. Jacob's, what he did back over yonder was starting to haunt him in this scripture that I read to you. Amen? And maybe there's something you've done way back there that's, that's coming back and it's, it's resurfacing again. How many times do you watch a crime program where somebody thinks they got off scot-free and they go back and 25, 30 years ago they find some DNA or something and a happy father that's got a wife and children. There's a knock on his door and he's arrested for a rape or a murder that he committed 20, 30 years ago. He said, wow, that's been way back yonder. You still serving time. Jacob was scared to death. And he went the only place he knew to go, and that was to God. Let me tell you something. When the doctor tells you that your children, your grandchildren, and they're sick, and what they've got's bad, and that's tormenting you, and it's bothering your sleep, let me encourage you to do what Jacob did. Say, God, You've promised me goodness and mercy. 
I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, why am I afraid? Why am I fretting? <laughs> God, I love this little baby, and the doctors say it don't look good. And God, I'm begging, I'm pleading with you, Lord, that you take care of this situation. And God, give me grace and understanding to accept whatever you see. I have to ask you for that a lot. God, if what I'm asking you for, if what I'm begging you for is not your will, then God, please give me the wisdom and understanding to accept what your will is. I'm going to tell you, there's power in that today. Come go with us, we'll do you good. Maybe, maybe you're debating and thinking about devil's got you kind of in a crossroad there and, and you're debating on what you do, need to do. Follow him. He'll do you good today. He'll do you good. He's never, ever let me down. Sometimes, Brother Chris, I, I, do you ever, <clears throat> do y'all ever run the scenario through your mind that if you had never got saved, do you ever thought about that? Yeah. Boy, I didn't. I do. What if I hadn't got saved? I, I look up there just the other day. I was with some guys up there I work with, and all manner of foul language was coming out, and 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 and, and it was just awful. Oh, what if I never got saved? I remember when I used to do that. What if I never got saved? Boy, that's scary. I begin to shiver. Brother Roger Tankersley said that the Lord gave him a vision of folks just falling off into hell. Folks just falling off. I'll never forget him saying that. And boy, I think every now and then we need to get a vision of that, the realness of it. But I love each and every one of you today. I want you to know that. But I want to encourage you. Come go with the church. Come go with God. She'll do you good. I was looking so forward to getting over here this morning. And I was. And because I've had a tough week and hadn't been getting home till late. And last night when I got home, I said, Whew. I said, boy, I'm ready to go to church. And I got in the book last night and I looked and I studied. The Lord gave me a good night's sleep and I got up real early this morning, Brother Chris, and I felt good in the Lord. I felt good in the Lord. I said, I'm going over there with a bunch that will do me good. Amen. Amen. So today, if you're wrestling with the devil, amen, let me tell you, the devil will hurt you today. He's stronger than you are, but he's not stronger than the one that you and I serve. So if we'll go with him, the devil can't hurt us. Amen. Whatever problem is in your life, I'm fixing to turn loose of this minute. Whatever problem is in your life, Jacob's problem was his brother Esau. Maybe you get along fine with your siblings. I hope you do. But you've got an Esau in your life that is bothering you. And, and it's big enough that it's, that it's got you worried. Well, I've had some. I've had some Esau's and I've had some Philistine giants in my life that worried me. But I went with the ones that could do me some good. And that was the church. 
And the church can't do it without the leadership of the Lord Jesus Christ. And with that, we've got the key to bind on earth and to loose on earth. The Bible says we do it on earth in heaven. Isn't that, isn't that some trust that God's putting us to die? Come give us a song. I'll preach till next week. I love each and every one of you today. And I want to encourage you this morning. Why don't you come? Everybody stand. I know you're tired. Everybody 482. Come. 482.